on the Wake Up Radio. I am your host, Joel Saji. Make me free. You know, free man. Make me free. Make me free. And we want to thank you all for tuning in to On the Wake Up Radio Show. This is your host, Joel Saji, and you're listening to my show as well, Make Me Free. Shout out to our super producer, Sydney Ashby, where you can call in live as well, 844-818-4433. It is $2.99 per minute. You must be 18 years or older to participate. You can catch all replays on otwtube.com, Google, Apple Products, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and as well, the hard broke deal of iHeartRadio. The new website is up, as I just mentioned, otwtube.com, where it is free speech friendly, no censorship at all. You can sign up today. And also, please donate to $5 or any amount, which will go directly to the website. And as well as our airtime, it is a labor of love, but we still live in a costly world. So let's be straight up with that. And if you appreciate the free content, please, please, please help us keep the message uncensored and free. You can donate through PayPal at onthewakeupradio at gmail.com. And for those in the back, on the wake up radio at gmail.com we want to thank you all for tuning in tonight it's been a while uh since we did our last show but good to have you back for those two tuning in for the first time and those faithfully uh been with us from the beginning thank you for tuning in love like and peace to you as well uh man a lot has happened from the last show uh with the with rashad durant uh and until now a lot of uh the world has definitely took a, a strange change, but still, how strange can it be when there's so much strange stuff going on? But in in the sum of the current event, um, as we know, there's at least 27 states now uh, that have filed for a lawsuit against President Joe Biden's administration for the vaccine mandate that he's trying to basically sign into order, I would believe in this case, or basically speaking up on it. But Man, 27 states uh, was at first seven states, uh, kind of like all in the mid uh, western section, west section of the country. Uh, but now it's kind of like gained a, a strong foothold with now at least 20 more states joining uh, in that cause. Uh, there is a, a state in particular, uh, Iowa, in this case, um, their governor. Um, I'll pull this up for you real quick, but their governor. Uh, Kim Reynolds, I'm not sure if you're familiar with her, but I tried to familiarize myself with her as well, but uh, she's expanding the exemptions from uh, employer vaccine mandates, uh, joins uh, the lawsuit against Biden. And again, uh, she's the Iowa governor, Kim Reynolds. Uh, She's put into legislation and legal action on Friday, and this is a report coming out of uh, uh, Des Moines, Iowa's registration uh, newspaper article. Uh, back in November 1st, 2021, uh, which reads, uh, Reynolds signs 
a law Friday morning that will give employees of Iowa businesses wider latitude to claim medical and religious exemptions from COVID-19 vaccination mandates. It also would allow people to receive unemployment benefits if they're fired from non-compliance. Uh, she went on to go elaborate a little more within uh, this read. If you want to take note of it, you can go here directly to www.demoinsregistration.com story slash news slash politics slash 2021 where you can find that uh, Iowa COVID vaccine mandate law uh, expands exemptions Governor Kim Reynolds Uh, Texas as well tried to uh, produce some type of legislation uh, for its uh, citizens or these residents of Texas the Texans in this case uh, where it was shot down uh, in a later re- legislation uh, where they did not pass the exemption for uh, the people dwelling in, dwelling in that state uh, with federal jobs and whatnot. Um, now, uh, with that, you know, I, I was kind of going to go with the uh, topic of uh, law versus mandate and what the difference is, but I think you guys are a little more intelligent than that. It's probably dig into that yourselves, but we may brief up on it uh, maybe a little later on the show, but I wanted to bring a highlighted topic that's kind of like been catching the social media uh, world by storm, and it's just the uh, sad, sad, uh, very sad case of the uh, incident that happened not long ago with the wide receiver uh, Henry Ruggs the third of the Las, Ra- Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, he, uh, again, uh, we come into an area where, uh, if you're not really familiar with a surrounding, uh, you kind of tend to do something totally different than what the surrounding would suggest. Uh, in this case, um, you know, coming into a, a rookie season, uh, as a rookie and, you know, probably any establishment, uh, and particularly sports, I want to say, you're given a a large lump sum of money. And, and, you know, some people, you know, have the the heart to kind of like stay humble even in in that domain. But, you know, the majority, maybe in this case, and maybe, maybe using them as an example, not trying to be a Stephen A. Smith, or nothing like that, but, uh, you know, given that amount of money in a short period of time, you know, you kind of, you, you, you start doing, you know, different things than, than normal, per se. Um, you know, you, you, you're you never really satisfied probably with your last purchase or your last, you know, comment or your last, you know, whatever it is. You're probably not really, never really satisfied because you still have so much more, you know, to, to, explore, uh, endure, uh, and with that. Um, in this case, he took it up on himself uh, to, uh, and I believe the limit that they were giving him uh, was point zero six as a uh, double the legal limit of alcohol, uh, uh, illegal limit of alcohol of uh, consuming that left him 
against the laws of Nevada and, and, and any other state uh, legal limit is set. But in this case, uh, a tragic incident happened. A young lady was killed uh, in what they're what everybody is calling a foolish move. Um, and I'm pretty sure uh, who's done, who hasn't done something foolish, but not to the, hopefully not to the extent for which we are talking about now, where a life was lost uh, driving uh, in a direction at a high rate of speed. I think they clocked them in at uh, 127 uh, at one point. Uh, there's also video of uh, him now that's surfacing on the Internet of him speeding uh, through the streets of Las Vegas. Uh, some said video of the uh, interview or conversation that can be heard while he's sitting on the curb uh, expressing, you know, the disappointment in himself and, you know, just, you know, the. You know, the surrealness of the, everything that's happened is probably, you know, more than devastating uh, to hear. But even just to be a part of is it has to be. I'm not sure what it feels like. I've never been in that situation, so I'm, I, I really can't speak. But I'm sure those that have can't evaporate. I've had uh, a few uh, of my partners that have actually perished uh, at, uh, at the hands of someone driving. Um, you know, under the influence, and you know, it's 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 never ever a in a case where you just never forget, you know, them at that time. You know, what I'm saying whether they were driving or just sitting in the passenger seat. Uh, I'm thinking more or less my friends were more or less in the passenger seat of someone that was driving, uh, you know, under the influence of alcohol, but. Uh, in all seriousness, I wanted to bring up something that I know is kind of like looked uh, that hasn't been really uh, been brought up um, directly. And there is a uh, article and an incident that actually happened uh, with the same similarity, similarities uh, as the uh, Henry Ruggs in this case. Uh, this would happen to be uh, the said person of Joss uh, Castellano. Um, he actually uh, was a passenger in a uh, Rolls Royce uh, SUV driven by, at the time, a Robert Ferrero. Uh, at the time of the accident, he was going westbound on Spring Mountain uh, Road, and if you're maybe if you're familiar, and if not, for those tuning in from Las Vegas, shout out to Las Vegas. Um, but if you're familiar with those streets, uh, particularly at where this uh, accident happened, there's this dip that kind of like, you know, especially if you're driving at a high rate of speed, it will project the vehicle up off the ground. Directly, and I'm not sure what the concept of that was when they built this, uh, where these two intersections meet, uh, where this dip lies in, all, basically like a ramp. Um, and I was, and, and it's kind of like messed me up when I was reading the article because I was just on that street the other day, um, and I did, you know, 
thank goodness I was at the stoplight because if you if you're unaware of those streets and you know in this particular dip, you something tragic will happen. And in this case, um, Robert Ferrero, uh, as I keep mentioning, is a New Haven police officer that was driving, I would believe, on vacation out here in Vegas. Uh, this accident happened, I believe, on the 20, no, actually the 17th of September just passed. Um, and this one kind of like really got really swept up under the rug. Uh, one, uh, because he refused the sobriety test right then and there at the site, so they had to take it some way through blood. So that's how they got the uh, uh, level of what he was at with drink consuming. But they never put the um, uh, the said amount in the report. So that's kind of like questionable and definitely swept on the rug. Uh, also, uh, there was another officer in the vehicle with him at the said time and, uh, and the two acquaintances uh, that was with him. I believe uh, the person that was ejected from the, uh, as the article reads, from uh, the Rolls-Royce SUV happened to be Robert Ferrero. Uh, and they found him basically uh, near or on or somewhere by this fire hydrant. Uh, again, the at the high rate of speed, they never mentioned the rate of speed for which he was going. Now, again, I just said I was just there driving, and even in uh, at the stoplight and, and consuming a, a speed of maybe 25, maybe 20, going to from street to corner or corner to corner, going across the street, even then you could feel the, the, you know, the sound it makes, the pump boom. You know, and I was like, oh, man, that's weird. I'm like, damn, if I was driving, you know, I, I just said to myself, if I was driving high rate of speed, I would have told my damn muffler off or something. You know what I'm saying? Or I would have, I would have told up something. If I, I was like, damn, I got to watch I got to watch this street. You know what I'm saying? And then, I, and then that's when it kind of like everything started clicking in as I was driving because now this Henry Ruggs kind of like came into play. And that was the first thing I thought of uh, and, and and just so happens that a friend of mine was with me and, and we we're talking about it. And he was like, yeah, I was like, man, I was like, I almost told my shit up. <laughs> he was like, yeah. He's like, man, you need to drive a little faster. You might've, I was like, man, I said, and I told him, I was like, you know what? That kind of like reminds me of Henry Ruggs. I was like, what would possess him, you know, to drive that fast down these streets when even though it, it uh, at a certain period of night, and especially the time of which his accident happened, I believe it was at like 3.58 in the morning. Uh, uh, and then this in this incident that I'm talking about now as well, well actually, no, let me let me stop that. Uh, Ruggs' incident happened at 2, 3, 3.28. Uh, the incident that I'm talking about now with Mr. Ferrero, uh, his incident happened at 3.58. So, and in similarities of those times, you know, it seems as though no one is actually on the street driving. So you would probably get this uh, blanket, uh, I guess, of security 
And you know what you know. Alcohol does to you. It, it, it gives you that courage or whatever is missing you prior. It, it amps it up ten or twenty fold. So you know you're probably doing something out of the normal that you probably wouldn't do if you had not really done it. You know, considering the fact that you're you know contemplating or thinking about it in such a way. But you know, normally alcohol brings on a reaction where you go off of impulse, and I think it's that reaction of the alcohol and the setting again at 358, uh, 328, 330, whatever the, the case may be. Again, at this time of night, there's, you know, it may not look like no one's out there and you can probably do something like that, especially uh, Vegas. They have these straightways, straightway streets. So you can see from like, uh, from a, a certain point, the, the elevation of the streets are, are somewhat elevated, so you can see driving back east all the way down to the, uh, you know, the casinos on the strip with a nice little view. And now, especially at night with that same look, it looks as though it's deserted, but, you know, you can't see really, no one can see around the corner, you know, until you peek around it look. And especially how Vegas has their corner set up in this particular city, their their the housing uh, or the yard meets the sidewalk that is pretty much bricked up, you know, bricked up to a point to where it may be, in some cases on some corners, high as six feet or even some even you know maybe a little higher, seven feet. But still, no, they're, they're, they have these brick settings, not like a fence, a wood picket fence or a metal fence like you may be used to on the East Coast, Midwest, the South, or something like that. They they Their fencing is these cedar bricks, cedar bricks, basically. They paint them. They're gray. Most of the people keep them gray. Some people paint them a certain color, but nonetheless, they're just cedar bricks. And they're using the cedar bricks as fencing. So you can't you can't see around no corner in Vegas until you actually get to the light. So by the time you get to the light, and you know, and unfortunate to say, everybody doesn't drive the same as we know. Um, New York uh, has horrible drivers. I've been there. I can say that. Atlanta has horrible drivers. I live there. I can say that. Las Vegas has some of the most criminal driving people out here. I can say that. I live here. Chicago are some of the most bogus driving people on the face of the earth. How do I know that? That's where I got my license. So, Everybody has some particular, lives in some particular city where someone is always in an accident. You, you hear it all the time, traffic jams. Uh, you know, just, you know, all things come into play. I, I, I was just in a lift ride, and, you know, I, this is probably like off topic, but it, it's still kind of like matches. But I was driving, and this is kind of like after the Rugs incident. Well, not driving, but I was in the lift, back of the lift. But as he's driving, the lift driver, you know, 
we're kind of like, you know, talking about something else. And I just so happened to look to the right as we are in the uh, HOB lane. I just happened to look to the right and I can see a pedestrian throw up a, a Colt 45, 32 ounce bottle. That, that's how clear I seen him in his motion. I was like, oh my God. He's, I was like, he's bogus as heck right about now. Like with all that's going on and everybody does, you know, the way everybody's feeling about this one particular person, Mr. Henry Ruggs III. And now you still have people out here, even with that, still going around doing this comfortable feeling where they can actually drive and drink. It is, it's, it's a strange thing now. And I, I kind of like, I say strange now because in my past, I used to do some crazy shit like that. But not to the point where I'm totally impaired, but still in all, I'm drunk. I've been drinking. But if I ever felt in the time of when I was driving that I, I need to get these keys up, definitely. And anybody knows, oh, you can't try it. I mean, you should be able to see when a person isn't able to drive home. I mean, you would think, you know, I think bartenders have a more better sense than that than anyone or maybe the person that you're with on a outing, you know, we should be able to see that as well, especially if they know you're your homegirl, your homegirl, you know, whatever it may be, whatever you call yourselves. But, you know, just to go into that and and see that, it it was like, Wow, you know, like wow, you know what I'm saying? Even though I'm like I'm not without I can't cast no stone, you know what I'm saying? But still, you know, like you know, when and where will it stop? You know what I'm saying? And that and you know that was that was kinda like one of my open uh chair discussions that we're having tonight. Uh, as I sit in my chair talking to you uh, amongst uh the radio tonight. You know, some of these thoughts come come into play, but I, I, you know, I just want to read just a little more of this uh, Robert Ferrero incident because it hasn't actually been given its due diligence as it should. And and someone kind of like brought this up to me as well, you know, even though we're slamming it and and they're like, really? Social media is taking the sledgehammer to Henry Ruggs and then pounding him into the ground like a spike. right now the man will never move from his position to where he's at they're, they're, they're basically he's being crucified uh you know at, 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 you know to the extent uh right now i think with the added charges uh that come uh two additional felony charges that actually came about stemming from the uh, passenger uh that was with him in, at the time of the accident um i, I, I don't know if she went into you know, uh, 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 what were we going to say? Went into a deal with the state and to convict him even more so, trying to give, you know, her, you know, the testimony of an eyewitness, you know, in this case, uh, the better eyewitness would be the person that's with him. So, you know, why not influence her to get on our team to, you know, you know, hammer him down to being a example. Um, but, you know, still in all, there's another example that needs to be brought brought up. Uh, in the moments after the violent high-speed crash in Las Vegas that took the life of, the, of his friend and fellow New Haven 
police officer Robert Ferrero reeked of alcohol and refused to submit a field sobriety test, police say in a newly released report. Now, uh, no one in SUV was wearing a seatbelt, according to the copy of the arrest report. Uh, Robert was driving the Rolls Royce at the time of the collision. He was driving at a high rate of speed with occupants that were not wearing seatbelts, showing his disregard for their safety and the safety of the public. Now, I can understand the safety of the public, but I think, you know, everyone has a choice of clicking on the seatbelt. You know, it, it wasn't getting in the car. Am I correct on that? Am I correct on that, Cindy? Uh, the seatbelt part? Yeah. You should be. Yeah, you got a choice of where you put it on, but it's a state law. But, you know, you, you got the right to put it on. You got the right to not put it on. You know, just whatever you feel. But I, I don't think they would really – well, I think that's where they come in uh, with – uh, you should tell your passenger to put their seatbelt on because that's where you get the ticket at, right? Or is it the passenger? I know in Atlanta, I think Georgia, they get the passenger the ticket as opposed to the driver. I'm not sure about uh, Las Vegas, but still. In the concerns, uh, Mr. Ferrero shows signs of impairment, refused to cooperate. Uh, Josh Castel Castellano died as a result of Robert Ferrero's driving behavior as well as his impairment. Uh, Ferrero, 34, was charged with driving while under the influence and reckless driving, both resulting in a death and substantial body harm. Uh, the judge, the day of Costello's wake and the day before his funeral, granted Ferrero's request to return home to Connecticut under the conditions that he refrained from drinking alcohol or driving and that he check in with Las Vegas authorities weekly and submit a random alcohol test according to his lawyer, Gabriel Russell. It wasn't clear if drugs played a role in the crash. Police said they found a red pill in the passenger side floorboard, but did not identify it. Ferrero, who's, who Grasso, his lawyer, said is devastated by the loss of his friend, is on administrative leave from the New Haven Police Department while it works on its own investigation of the deadly crash. Uh, the report, and if y'all believe, if you want to maybe take uh, witness to this of what I'm reading. All right, so we're reading from www.courant.com. Uh, again, New Haven, Las Vegas, police officer Robert Ferrero arrest report, breaking news. If you want to uh, read along with me. But going back into detail, uh, this guy here, uh, it says here the name of the people in the report, uh, if you want to check that out. Uh, again, the time was at 3.58, September 17th. Um, someone had been thrown from the vehicle during the crash, and occupants were doing chest uh, compressions on the persons. One of the first officers to arrive talked to the man. He identified as Ferrero, the driver. Uh, and noted that he had watery eyes and a strong odor of an unknown alcoholic beverage emitting from his breath in person. Um, they say here, police eventually got a search warrant and obtained samples of his blood. Ferrell's blood alcohol content is not included in the report, as I did state earlier. Uh, police say they used surveillance cameras and other evidence to piece together the sequence of events that started when Ferrell lost control. 
as they are doing now with Henry Ruggs. Uh, it says the SUV traveled 450 feet before coming to a stop. Again, this dip uh, in this road going west, it is like a ramp. I'm not sure if you're familiar with jumping ramps as a kid on bicycles, but, you know, normally uh, when they when you're riding at a higher rate of speed and you hit this ramp, you go in the air. You go in the air, and if you're really good with it, you know, you go a little higher. You know, then it said, and what is projected, but you go just a little higher than what's projected. If you know what you're doing. And in this case, it looks like this guy here, driving at that high rate of speed, did just that. Went dead into the air, came down, hit the curb, spent around, flipped over a couple of times, and landed over there by that fire hydrant that we did. Sad, total, total, totally all the way around. But it's not really getting the sad play as I think it should as, as Henry Woods as being hammered. Uh, and again, I can't really say that he doesn't really de- doesn't deserve it um, based upon the fact that was the outcome, uh, a loss, uh, a loss was life def- definitely from some senselessness that could have been invented, prevented all around, taking the gas off the pedal, just slowing down at the stop corner, you know, just taking the word of, of the, hopefully, um, of the person, the passenger beside you telling you to slow down because at some point, who wants to drive that fast, especially in Vegas, knowing the outcome of what could happen as it did. Um, that was kind of like my show for the night, so I just wanted y'all to tune in to that. Uh, maybe give a look at that article. Uh, as I did, read www.courant.com slash breaking news. Uh, Las Vegas police officer Robert Ferrero arrest report. You might want to take a look at that yourself and see why we're not getting the national attention it probably has a need because the police officer knew uh, just as much uh, not to do what he did in, in what the outcome that happened. He, he pulls over people. He observes people just for those type of behaviors for which they happened. So he's, he's, just, he's, he's more guilty than Russ, and I, I feel, in this case. I don't know how everybody else feels, but he's he's even more guilty based on the fact that he captures and surveys and pulls people over. And he's at the, uh, uh, what they call them, them stops where they have on the corner, um, to, to checks, the sobriety checks right there, you know, all the time, you know, in any given city, any given night, any given time. Um, I actually started a law or yeah, uh, uh, city ordinance law. I'm not sure what I said. I'm, I'm not sure how they labeled it, but I actually, they didn't have nothing set up like that at first because it was unconstitutional that they were just popping up on these street corners like that at night, just doing these random checks on people at the stop sign. So I'm like, you know, they called me up kind of bad one time, real bad. So I had, you know, looked into it and found out that that, that type of way that they was going about it was unconstitutional. You know, uh, in the state of Illinois, so I had got my case dropped. Uh, thank goodness, because I was looking at some some serious. Uh, but you know, if you don't know your laws, you know it's probably kind of like best to catch up on them. But they started this now. You they have to post where they're going to be at and the times they're going to be there before they actually get there. So now, you know, I kind of like started that. So you know, 
out in my town. So if you ever in Illinois, uh, just watch, watch for the uh, newspaper. They always let you know when they're doing those checks around town. So again, we're going to close our show out tonight. We want to thank you all for tuning in, as we, as we always do. We want to thank you, the listener, uh, for tuning in as well. We want to thank our super producer, Cindy Ashby. Tune in next week, Sunday, 10 to 10.30 Eastern Standard Time. You're listening to On The Wake Up Radio. This is my segment. Again, make me free. I am Joel G. You can tune in next week, as I stated, at www.onthewakeupradio.com. OTWTube.com plays all our replays. Sign up today. We want to thank you, the listener, as well again. I'm tuning out. Peace. Flawed individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Dian. Cindy Ashman On the wake up. You, the people, have the power. The power to create happiness. Let us use that power. Let us all unite. Let us fight for a new world. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful. To make this life a wonderful adventure. By the promise of these things, brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. Now let us fight to fulfill that promise. Let us all unite. OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform.